Many of us have seen some of the coverage of Queen Elizabeth's death and the preparations for her funeral tomorrow. In the course of our lifetimes, there are very few people that have been that stable presence to our world that she has been. Her limited role was to help and unite the people that she serves. And she certainly did that very well over the past 70 years. St. Paul in the second reading today asks that we pray for kings and all in authority with the intention that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life in all devotion and dignity. A good leader like Queen Elizabeth is one who sees that as her or his role to help the people entrusted to their care. The concept of a queen or king is in some ways foreign to us. And yet there's something about the ritual taking place in Great Britain right now that draws us in. It's moving to see the outpouring of sentiment, the huge lines of people waiting to pay their respects, the sometimes silent but moving images that mark this change of an era. Ritual runs very deeply within us. Participating in ritual helps form our minds and hearts. Ritual is all around us, takes place in sporting events, seventh inning stretch, cutting down the nets. Most of us eat turkey at Thanksgiving and decorate a tree at Christmas. That's ritual. The early Christians quickly picked up on the ritual that Jesus gave them. And they gathered each Sunday, the day of the resurrection, sharing in the breaking of the bread, the Eucharist. Each of the sacraments are rituals in which God touches our hearts and strengthens us. In the Bible, God's chosen people, the Hebrew people, did not have a king at first. Their king was to be God. God was the one who led them. God was the one who freed them from slavery in Egypt. God was the one who gave them the Ten Commandments. Yet over time, the people grew impatient and wanted to be like others who had a king. And so finally, they were given a series of kings. A few of them were good, like King David, but most of them were not good. They were in it for themselves and not for the good of the people they served. Prophets of the Old Testament are often giving warning to the kings and those in authority about how they are not taking care of their people. Prophet Amos in today's first reading is an example of that. Even though we do not have a monarchy here, sometimes we can be tempted to treat some people in a royal way. We can easily latch on to charismatic leaders who do not have our best interest at heart. Both history and scripture caution us against that. 
and not give the role of God to anyone else. It's dangerous to place any celebrity, politician, sports figure, or even a spouse ahead of God. The Old Testament does speak of God as our King. We acknowledge Jesus Christ as the King of the universe. We recognize his mother as Queen of Heaven. As Christians, we give our allegiance first and foremost to God. And our ritual as Catholics reflects the King we serve and worship. Mass is a public act of worship of God. We genuflect to Jesus in the tabernacle as we enter and leave the church as a way of saying we follow him as our King. Mass itself is a public ritual where we all pray in the same way. We pray the prayers and scriptures of the church universal rather than each priest choosing his own prayers or picking his favorite scriptures. We use ritual language that we all come to know as we offer prayer and praise to God and respect to one another. We have a common posture during our prayer. We do not each do our individual thing, but rather we worship God as a people together. We stand in attention at times during Mass. We sit to listen and reflect at other times. We kneel in worship of the King of the universe. Jesus gave us the Mass to form us into his people. If we don't make the effort to understand the Mass, we remain detached and uninvolved, as perhaps some might do with the Queen's funeral. It's a decision we each make. God, though, invites us to engage. We can enter into the ritual of the Mass knowing that God truly is the one who knows us best and who loves us unconditionally. In Mass, God strengthens us and gives us what we most need. May our worship of God this morning truly deepen our love of the one who first loved us.